This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is out of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Clipcast. I'm Chris Kowild, available for back-to-backs and all games with me. As always, toot your horns, America, because it's Burbank Hank, the pride of Burbank, Henry Dittman. And I'm in a far better mood because it's been 24 hours since the end of our game versus the Denver Nuggets. Where we were up 90 to 80. Sorry, it's the end of our game versus... The worst players of the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> now, look, here's the silver lining to that yeah, miserable rain cloud. I want okay? it. I want it because that was a gut punch. I think we all assumed that was going to be a big fat W. Yes, 100%, especially after beating Dallas. And by the way, and I almost was be- and by the way, that- almost beating the Nuggets with Jokic. Uh, of course. And then also being up 90-80 in the fourth quarter versus the shorthanded Nuggets. But I was at the game where we beat Kyrie Irving and Don't You Just Hate Luka Doncic and my guest Hal Rudnick, who's going to be on later, sooner than later, with a great new bit called Things Found in James Harden's Beard with Hal Rudnick. And fans, you are in for a treat. Back to the depressing game, the rain cloud of being up 90-80 in the fourth and then losing somehow by a lot. The rain cloud, excuse me, the silver lining of that rain cloud was it was all former Clipper greats. Reggie yeah, that was Jackson nice. that was and nice. DeAndre Jordan. Are you talking about world, you talking about world champions? World champions. World champions. Reggie Jackson. And, and also Olympic gold medalist, world champion, and former first team all NBA center, DeAndre Jordan, who statistically has the most minutes as a Clipper, has played the most games as a Clipper, has the most rebounds as a Clipper. And I say retire his number in the rafters. Well, I'm and, crazy. And there also is a really, it was a really heartwarming um, and emotional. Um, interview that they did with DJ also, where he was saying, I just feel like I I can be a contributor. You know, you can tell he wants to be, he wants to matter for an NBA team. He wants to be on an NBA team. So I am happy. They combined for over 50. Reggie had over 30. DeAndre had over 20. And you would have loved to to have seen that in years past as Clippers. But unfortunately, we saw it as Clipper fans happening to us as they donned their Denver Nugget World Champs jerseys. But look, I get it. The sky is falling. You look at James Harden. He comes in here. I think the record since he's been active is 4-7 and or something terrible. I totally get that. The sky is falling. I get it. But since Ty tinkered, okay, since Coach Ty Lue tinkered and put Terrence Mann in that starting lineup, they're four and two, and that ain't nothing. Four no. and two is not nothing. No, that's and I know a winning basketball team, even though we are currently a losing basketball. Well, team. that's true, and it, it would have been, it really would have been great to have hit five hundred on that game that should have oh, been a W. It. 
Yeah, and we would have been five and one in the six with Terrence. You, you would have liked starter. it. You would have like, felt yeah. much better about everything. Much but, better. But also, Coming off the Dallas, even yes. Paul George, who's really gotten dragged for a terrible night, a terrible shooting the worst. night. Worst. Uh, but he's been great. He's been averaging better than twenty-eight points a game. I want to say for the last five games, he's been a horse for us. He just had a bad night. He just had a bad night while Reggie and DJ had great nights. Do you remember the night that we were in the stands together and they put us on the Jumbotron and it was tied 100-100 and James Harden hits the four-point play to win the game? Yes. Do you remember whose jersey I was wearing? Westbrook. And who was the worst of the four stars that night? Do you remember? Oh, is it Westbrook? It was. Guess whose jersey I was wearing versus Denver. Paul George? Old Jinxie McJinxerson. Why don't we start buying you jerseys from the other team? <laughs> Is it possible for it to say Clippers on the front and then the name of the of the other team's best player? Oh my gosh, I would prefer I would prefer you rep the other team if you're going to sabotage <laughs> Old our Jinxertons. If you're going to sabotage our sweet sweet Clippers, if you're going to be such a Jinx Jinxertons, well, I mean, we are known for our hijinks on the sure. Jumbotron. Sure. And, and now also, here I am, hijinxing everybody. Like, hi, I'm the big jinx, everybody. I'm so sorry. All right, look, I don't want to go down the downward spiral of the gloom and doom the sky is falling. I'd like to maybe do that on the other side of this moment that was captured as the Clippers just demolished and dismantled. Yeah, let's go back a very in time. good it's a great Dallas moment. Mavericks basketball team. Here comes Hal Rudnick, a great comedian, great improviser, great actor. He's on the show. Take a listen. Exciting new segment for Clipcast happening as the Clippers crush the Dallas Mavericks by 19 points. Held them to under 50 in the first half. This new segment is called Things Found in James Harden's Beard with Hal Rudnick. And joining me once again for this brand new segment, Things Found in James Harden's Beard with Hal Rudnick, is the one and only, the clown prince of pop culture. He is the king of the nerd herd. He is Hal Rudnick. He's performing at LA Comic Con doing improv. Saturday, and he's here for you lucky listener. You lucky listeners. They don't know how lucky they have it, Hal. So, Chris Noel, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the listener knows me as Chris Wilde. So, Chris Wilde, thank you First thing for that introduction. First thing James Harden's beard, Chris Wilde's legal birth certificate, which states he is indeed Christopher Noel, N-O-L-L. So you're not going to cut that out? No. That's one of the many things found in James Harden's beard. What else could you find in James Harden's beard, Al? Chris, thanks for having me. You can absolutely find glitter and, for that matter, an entire G-string in James <laughs> Harden's beard. Oh, he likes the clubs. It he is, likes the gentlemen's clubs. It is clubs. well documented that my man, James Harden, enjoys That's right. frequenting That's the right. gentlemen's clubs. Uh, did you know what else you can find in James Harden's beard? Hit me. Spare set of keys for the Intuit Dome. Wow. Spare set of keys for the front door of the Steve Ballmer Sports Access Center. He is, you might say he is the newest clipper, but already 
They gave him keys. The keys to the kingdom. They, got the key, they gave him the keys. Also known as the Intuit Dome. That's right. Uh, Stephen Ballmer Sports them. Access Center. Yes, and, and uh, that acronym is? Ballsack. Yes, yes. The keys to the ballsack found uh, in James. Do you know who this actor is? Daniel Henney? Oh, he was announced. I had no idea, though. I, I, I don't know who he is. I looked him up, and I still don't know who he so, is. So uh, I don't know if you already talked about this on the show. Uh, they uh, During the game, you know, you get luminaries here. You get <laughs> Billy Crystal here. Yeah. Uh, um, and you get, like, legit stars no, Kevin Hart, always. Anthony Anderson. Star, actual stars. They stopped the game to shout out a I have never heard of. Daniel and Henny. as Chris mentioned, <laughs> I am the uh, president of the Nerd Herd. Dude, clown prince of pop culture. I, I've got my finger on the ball. You know about Dolly Parton being a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader at the halftime show Thanksgiving game. But you know what I don't know? Daniel Henning. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, now, is he a quarterback? You, but, but what you don't know, listener, if you weren't at the game, when they announced him, James Harden pulled Daniel Henney out of his beard. That is another thing you can find in James Harden's beard, Daniel Henney. That was the one cool thing, the one cool thing. That was the one credit I recognized of Daniel Henney. Um, you know, James Harden, much has been made about, was he wearing a prosthetic belly <laughs> to get out right, of right. Houston? Sure. Um, well, my guy's an eater. He does have a hoagie in that beard. Six foot, six foot sandwich. A full six, six foot, foot party sub. All right, so James Harden sneakers tonight, Pepto pink. They were Pepto no, the, ba basketball pink. The, the, no, they were, it was dialed up a, a couple of notches above Pepto. It was a hot pink. Hot Pepto pink. is like a, a lukewarm pink. Okay, so it was a hotter pink than Pepto. Yes. Things you can find in James Harden's beard: bottle of Pepto Bismol. Absolutely. <laughs> the guy if loves you're to eat. going to down a hoagie, you need that Pepto during a game. Also, uh, a tub of Tums to Tum Tum Tums. You know, while you're at it, throw a couple of Rolades in there. And Alka-Seltzer. The Rolades Relief Man of the yep, Year, that's right. a baseball uh, prestigious award. That's right. What? That's right. Um, who is the Rolades relief clipper of the year. Oh, James Harden, absolutely. Because he has so many antacids hidden in his beard at all times. Oh, another thing hidden in James Harden's beard. Yes. The third Curry brother. Everyone knows Steph Curry. Steph. All right, we just people are aware Seth. of Seth Curry. Yes. Shep Curry. Shep Curry. Wow, not to be confused with Shem from the Three no, no. Stooges. No, no, Shem. Is from the Three Stooges. Shep is, is the third Curry brother, not that good at shooting. A layup master. The guy can lay it in off the glass every time. King of the finger roll. Has oh. no distance shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a disgrace to the Curry family. Oh, Del Curry and does not speak of Shep Curry. Did you know that Del Curry and his wife, yeah, uh, who split, I, they split, they split, and he started dating a woman who was married to a gentleman that she started dating. No. They started, they broke up, 
and started dating a couple. That's weird. And all four of them can be found in James Harden's beard, Hal. True story. One more thing, James Harden. Last thing in James Harden's beard. James Harden was shipped out of Philly, Yeah. but he did not leave there without taking Daryl Morey's car keys. (laughs) That motherfucker. The Liberty Bell. And the Rocky statue. All three. And Daryl Morey's car keys. And Daryl Morey's car keys. Daryl Morey, he traded James Harden, and then he's like, Where are my keys? Anybody see my keys? Yeah, he's at the office. He's at the f***ing Spectrum or wherever it is. I can't can't find my fob. Where did the Sixers play? The Spectrum. Spectrum. There you go. (laughs) The bag of bones Spectrum over here. They're the the worst. Street bullies. (laughs) Boom. The the C battery Spectrum. Didn't they famously throw batteries? They threw at, snowballs at Santa. Um, at an Eagles throw, game. Yeah, at, there's. I also remember I hearing about batteries, batteries at a Giants against uh, the Dodgers. Uh, oh, that wasn't Philly. No. Okay. Okay. So you cannot but find. I don't, you know, yeah, I'm not sure. Can you? You can't find any batteries in James Harden's beard. Oh, yeah. And by the way, let me point out. Oh, Henny's that, back. No Henny bashing. He's too close. <laughs> kick our asses. <laughs> we uh, were here at the end of the game. Right. One of the one of it's the actually prou- better for audio probably. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a lot. One of the proudest traditions <laughs> when the influencers stand around and take pictures. So so many uh, influencers That's getting right. their courtside pictures. Of course, selfies, etc. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Where the hen dog is probably down there. Daniel Henny, the hen dog. Is oh probably man, down there. they stopped sipping Hennessy. Game. I couldn't. Oh, one name last one thing. thing on his IMDb page, <laughs> but he was worth. Shouting out, of course, came came out of James Harden's beard, and the fans went nuts. Oh, yes. one last thing that you can find in James Harden's beard, right here at Crypto.com Arena, is a Wetzel dog. So it's Ooh. a hot dog, but instead of your uh, your hot dog bun, it's a Wetzel pretzel oh, wrapped yeah. around that hot dog. Uh, a pretzel bun takes any dog or sandwich to uh, the, the next, next level. level, and it also takes James Harden's beard to the next level. Thank you so much for being here, Hal. For Chris Wilde. Things found in James Harden's beard with Hal Rudnick. What a pleasure. Go Clips. Go Clips. Ouch. That Hal Rudnick's got a mouth on him. Jeez, He's from Louis. Jersey. Do, He's oh, from Jersey. He's it's from confirmed. Jersey. Do you have uh-huh. carpal tunnel from having to bleep out so many Fs? <laughs> well, I great pride segment, by the way. That's myself. Fun. Thank you. I pride myself on being a Fabulous editor, especially audio editor at this point, 12 years, 13 years. I don't even remember. We're on season 12, 12 years later of editing this podcast. So, hey, it's my great pleasure and privilege to take out all the F-bombs from Hal F-bomb Rudnick. But also, I don't think, you know, people know, hey, it's Chris Wilde. And this guy, he and I go way Oh, my gosh, so far back. He used your legal name. Well, we met in high school. He was my student council president. He was a senior when I was a sophomore. We were in the musical Grease together. I was Duty, and he was Vic Va- Vic Fontaine or oh, something, fun. Like radio DJ. Fun. Anyway, but he was my se- he was my student council president, and he is a riot. And he's out here in Hollywood making a name for himself. So speaking of names, he knew my legal name, a government name, and also like he's been following my career my whole you know our whole lives and. 
you know, I, now, now that I'm a dad, and by the way, Hal Rudnick is a brand new dad. Congrats. Oh, come oh, on. But I've been talk. a dad 13 years, for God's sake. PG-13 is all you're going to get from Chris Wilde, but Hal Rudnick just became a dad, and he knows Chris Wilde is the Randy Rated R rascal from Comedy Central. Sure. Sure. That's where you met me as a very rated R individual. Oh my in gosh, 20s. we both were incredibly rated R. Neither one of us were dads. And now, and look you know at what, us. Hank? I think becoming Clipper fans and going to games and listening to drunks yell yeah. obscenities in front of children we changed like us. It. And we yeah, also we like, like we it. were never doing that. And we we always knew like, well, never it's swearing. a family show, obnoxious no and weird and silly and right. ironic. Our our. Heckles were always ironic. I'll never forget the game that we sat there. Was it, was it Dirk Dallas Nowitzki Mavericks. that we sat Dirk there and Nowitzki's spent Dallas the Mavericks. we spent the whole game heckling Dirk Nowitzki for having a spray tan? But Fake we bake. we weren't calling him f bombs and f no. s's. And... We didn't say way to get a f and fake tan, you s. No, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like people swearing at games. It's too much, and we we had to move. Because we had a Lakers fan sitting, sorry, speaking of swears, we had an Elward fan sitting right behind us in the premiere section that my amazing agents uh, at KMR Talent gave us. And yeah. he was swearing so much that we eventually moved down two rows into the front row just to get away from his swears. I, I didn't like mind it. the swearing. I just didn't like all the Anthony Davis and- Oh, I don't like the swearing. What's the name of the guy that's not great that everybody wants to be great? LeBron James. No, no. Their third Anthony option. Davis. The third option. Oh, awesome LeBron things. James. Awesome. <laughs> Their third option is LeBron James a second time. Their first option is Bronny, Anthony Davis. Bronny James. Their second option is LeBron James. Their third option is a LeBron James second time. And then their time, fourth option is Austin Reeves. Which is, by the way, traveling when you pass to yourself. Hey, I know you have a hot take on the NBA Cup that I, I think the listener – deserves to hear it they need to hear it they want to hear it they also maybe would appreciate a little bit of pg content for just yeah a few well minutes. listen the, my hot take on the nba cup is not a it's not a positive one um i hit will me, i will hit say me, hit me Daddy, i will say me. i have loved i have loved the alternate courts i love a city edition jersey i love all this oh, fun sure. stuff i'm a purist when it comes to the sport but i've really enjoyed that added thing but i I have shifted my opinion about the cup because at the beginning of the season, I said, Oh, that is bullshit. The worst thing that could happen would be to to win the cup and then not win the the trophy, not win the ring or not not even make the playoffs, not win the Larry. That would be the worst thing. And now because I, because I have not been in a great headspace since last night, although I was in a great headspace prior to last night, it was really just, Really great until like the last quarter of last night's game. So brutal. Uh, now what I see it as is that they haven't even set like we're elim- we were eliminated from this thing before almost anyone else in the league. It's just another gut punch for us that we didn't even make the in season <laughs> tournament. And, and it also, is, it's not really going to get interesting until it's that elite eight, and no one cares it's about not point even differential. Be a, it's, it's, it's not just win even and, going and you're to be, in, lose and you're out. It's not even going to be interesting there. Then it's not going to matter. It's really not going to matter. It doesn't. No, I disagree. Matter. But go and on. And I was talking to and I was talking to some buddies who were kind of new to it, 
who weren't really super aware of it, not huge NBA fans. They're the kind of guys that the NBA is literally trying to rope in. They don't start watching the NBA until Christmas. Until Christmas, right. And they it's were all texting and saying, it's called casuals. I, they were like, I'm worried about the NBA players that they would add this tournament and all these extra games. What about the health of the players? And I said, uh, they're already existing regular season games that just count towards right. the tournament. And they only one added none game. of them knew that. Right. Only one added game is the championship game. That's the only added and game. And so it also feels quite arbitrary. Like when you go into the playoffs, you say every one of these games really matters. But in the regular season, to just suddenly yeah. arbitrarily say, well, it's Thursday and we put down the special court. So we, we'll just say this is the tournament. It just feels meaningless. But it feels meaningless because we're out. <laughs> right. It's meaningless to us. And it doesn't mean a damn thing other than you get the trinket and you get $500,000, which is a lot of dough, even for rich guys. Especially you know, in California like, with our oh, incredible cost of living. It's so expensive. Multi-millionaires playing for half of a million dollars. Who gives well, except not every, gives AF? Except not every one no, no, of these no, no. players. Not every player is a multimillionaire. 15th man? You know, you think Musa Diabate doesn't want $500,000? Oh, gosh, I guarantee you he does. Big time he does. Big time he does. So here's the thing. I think it's going to be very interesting when it's the Elite Eight, and especially that Final Four weekend or whatever Duh, in Vegas. Boring. I think it's going to be you think very you're gonna be interesting. Ex- you're going to watch it all. You can't wait. Well, yes and no. So here's the thing. It will matter only to a team like, for example, the Sacramento Kings. Okay, Okay, explain. I don't know what you mean. Or I honestly don't because we're out. I don't really know off the top of my head who's even in, and I don't really care because all I care about is the Clippers, and we're out. But take a team like OKC Thunder. Take a team like Sacramento Kings. Take a team like, look, the Memphis Grizzlies aren't in it. But so let's just say Sacramento Kings, for example. They go to the playoffs last year, I believe, as the two-seed or the three-seed, okay? They did phenomenally well during the regular season. Then they go into the first round, and I believe what happened was they lost in seven to maybe the Warriors. I honestly don't remember. All I know is the L word beat either Memphis or Sacramento, and that Golden State Warriors, who were the then defending champions, beat the you know the other team they were six and seven we were five we played four as we all know Phoenix Suns we know how that went down but it means something to these young teams who have never done anything ever and so if you're a team like Sacramento who finally scraps their way into the playoffs for the first time in forever and they had one of the best records in the NBA and then they went and they just basically crapped the bed and lost in seven and they were out in round one and they have nothing to show for that great season a team like that that goes into Vegas and has to win three straight. You got to win that Elite Eight. You got to win the Final Four. And then you got to win the championship. And then you get that NBA Cup and you get that dough. I think it means more for a team like that than, say, who I think the whole darn thing was rigged to fix is the L word or the Boston Celtics. I don't think it means a hill of beans to either one of those storied franchises, but it does mean a hill of beans to a young upstart team. And other than that, it just don't matter. Yeah. And it's funny you would mention the L word and, and the Boston Celtics, because I'm starting to feel like we're living in the past, considering that rivalry to be such a huge rivalry. I think you don't make this series winning time and a majority of NBA fans literally don't know that that's one of the greatest 
rivalries in the history of the sport. Right. They literally so don't ago. think of that. They'll think it's Philly and Boston or Lakers versus Clippers, which is, of course, absurd. And they right. and they'll and they'll ignore even more recent history of like how many times in the playoffs that almost great Sacramento Kings played the Lakers. Yeah, and I mean, but, you would argue that the Blazers or the Kings are more of an L word rival certainly than we are, and definitely the Celtics. And what's crazy is Kobe faced the Celtics twice, lost once, won once, and yeah. there you go. It just adds to the story and rivalry, and that even happened in the 21st century. So but it, but it's anyone who be... doesn't realize that is cash. Well, they're cash or or young. We're <laughs> <laughs> both. Or both. <laughs> but, but it is, but speaking of Sacramento, it should be very interesting. Like we're we're going to basically sort of get some baseball series-y kind of matchups here over between now and the middle of December, right? Because we play Sacramento of the next seven games, or six games, rather. We play Golden State three times and Sacramento twice. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then in the middle, we got a good gimme with Portland. You know, the Well, Sacramento's tomorrow night or just tonight, like depending on when toilet. you're listening. And what's nice is Sacramento is playing currently right now versus the Warriors. So tomorrow night, Sacramento will be night two of a back-to-back. Thank God. Then we go to Oakland or San Francisco or wherever, some crappy night two Northern of a back-to-back California for wine town. Oh, yeah. And we're on night two of a back-to-back. Yeah. However, however, Kawhi Leonard available in all back-to-backs this season. However, that Dallas W, wasn't that night two of a back-to-back? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And that game before. After a loss, by the beat. way. After a shoulda, loss. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. After a loss. Shoulda, so. coulda, woulda versus New Orleans. Shoulda, coulda, woulda versus Denver. And here's the thing, and I'm just going to remind the fans. I know the sky is falling. Oh, gloom. Meet doom. Insult. Meet injury. James Harden, he's a poison pill, I tell you. Oh, drat and confound. The two teams that have been our absolute kryptonite in the past all years with Kawhi and Paul George. So we're on year five of this experiment. The two teams that have been the burr in our saddle, the craw in our, we asked for the salad to have no craw in it, have been the New Orleans Pelicans and the Denver Nuggets. So it's these two teams that have always beat us. So yes, James Harden came and didn't fix it right away, but James Harden came, and there was a five-game skid. Okay, Russell Westbrook came, and there was a five-game skid. The Golden State Warriors had a six-game skid this season, but you don't hear about the gloom and doom for Steph Curry, golden boy. You don't hear about it. All you hear about is, oh, if they win by more than 12 versus Sacramento, they go to the NBA, blah, 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 blah. Like, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And, who cares? And and I I actually like how this is working. I, I want to very quickly sidebar for the people like man, it it's bananas how knee jerk people are about a player having a bad night. Paul George had a bad night. Also, five times this season a Clipper has scored better than thirty points, and three of the five times it has been Paul George. People like right. to slam James Harden. James right. Hart James Harden's biggest knock has been his defense as a ball, player. Insane. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. And this he has right. he has right. been playing 
defense. He has been locking has. guys up. And in the last six games, if you take he re- had to defend Zion for God. Oh my God! And he pl- and, and by the way, Zion scored a bunch of points, but yeah. Harden played him. Man, no, Harden I know. No, Harden's him. been playing great deep. That Harden has arguably played the best defense of his career right here in downtown Los Angeles because I think he wants to stay here. Same thing with oh my gosh, he Westbrook. D- he absolutely does. They want to stay this here. Is, this is the end. Also, this is the end of the line. I would also say in the last, you're talking about six games. In the last six games, you know the three main stats that we track team We're leaders. Four and on. two in the last six. The, four and two in the uh, last yeah, six. Yeah. Yes, and in those four and two. The three stats we track most often are for for team points is team leader in points, team leader in rebounds, team leader in assists. In those mm-hmm. six games, you, so each game you have a leader in points, you have a leader in rebounds, you have a leader in assists. In those mm. six games, James Ooh, Harden. Can I guess? James, can I guess? In, in the last six games, you I've got t- the bell out. Okay, I'm ready to. Can, okay, I'm ready. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let me phrase it in the form of a question. In the All last right. six games, how many time? How many times? In six games, do you think James Harden has led in one of those categories? Six. Yes. Yes. And one of the games versus Houston, he led in both rebounds and assists. And pretty much every other game, except when Westbrook did it versus Dallas, Harden has led in assists. And his leading is in the double-digit range. It's 10 rebounds, 9 rebounds, 10 rebounds. Prior to that... Every other player that was getting that was getting six, seven, eight rebounds. Like it's, I do think it's going to work. I do think we are terrible in clutch time. <laughs> and, and oh, I, we weren't. Hey, hey, we weren't when we were in the building. Fair. We were not when fair. we were in the building. But you, versus but you Houston, and I also, we, who's we, a very good team. We hit on this in the last podcast, and I think we're really onto something. Kawhi Leonard may be our best player. Um, although I think some of that is is accolades, not stats, but he's not the guy to take the final shot. It's hard. And I, I will, I will die on this hill, and you will nail me to a cross as I firmly disagree with you because he is the only player in NBA history to hit a game seven buzzer beater in the playoffs. He is the definition oh, of around. clutch what has with he done a for capital K. He's not you the can't guy. spell claw or clutch He didn't do that as Kawhi. a clipper. It's been four years. I'm just saying he's the guy. And look, he James was. Harden is clutch. We saw he that four-point play. That was clutch. We That was very clutch. Harden is clutch. Harden can be clutch. Now, I'm just going to go back to I the think, game. Hold on a second. I think Harden is our guy. I test. This is an eye test statement. He's sure. our guy when you're watching the game and it happened last night and you're like, oh my gosh, why can we not make a bucket who grabs the ball and drains right. a three? And the rest of our team are the guys that in those final minutes can't seem to score. Like we really are having a hard time in clutch time. And that's not just me okay, saying so that. Okay, so speaking that's of stacked. can't seem to score, last night it uh, was 90 This is about me in high school. I'm not interested. In the fourth quarter. Okay, it was 90-80 us in the fourth quarter. Then they put a lid on the basket. I want to talk about the fact. I want you to expand on two things. One, can Terrence Mann shoot and score? And two, what was going on with you in high school, man? How come you couldn't score with no, those? No, I ladies? scored a ton. I just was trying to make a joke. <laughs> You're doing a bit. No, but so Terrence Mann had one or two games where he put up double digits. 
since he was a starter. And he's obviously not there to score. But he is definitely in a shooting slump. Hank, can the kid get out of the slump? Well, yeah, I don't, yeah I, don't, I don't know what's going on there. Is it just that he's basically thrown into the starting lineup with, like, guys that must score and guys that must have the ball? I mean... I, I, Zoo played phenomenally last but night man only put up, But man only put up three shots. Every, like he because only put he's up been in shots. such a slump. Now... Two games ago, when we beat Dallas, man gave a, like man was dunking, man man was driving into the paint. Man couldn't hit an outside shot to save his life. So what did he do? He went into the paint, got rebounds, Good. got putbacks, got Good. dunks. Good, and that may be what he needs to do. But also, you're absolutely right. You just said a mouthful there, Hank. He's he's he 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 wildin'. But he's he's out there with Kawhi Leonard yeah. and Paul George, yeah. whose job is to shoot the basketball yes, as and much Harden. as possible. And Harden. So, you know, you know, and, said something very And, and by the way, we only shot 30% from 3 last night. Would you oh, like, shot like Would you like to guess what the shooting percentage from 3 was for the Nuggets? Okay, so we shot 30%, 30 from 30%. Three. Paul George 0 for 4 from 3. Mm. Kawhi Leonard 2 for 5. Harden three mm. for five at least. God bless him. Powell one for five. Eesh. Yikes. Not great. Not good. Not great. Not good. But what do you think so, they shot? Oh man, we shot 30%. They beat us by like 20. <laughs> they they had to shoot 47%. Oh, three. pretty close. 45.5. I'm gonna call it. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> but they did shoot 47.8. Within within 1.5% margin of error. But they did like shoot 47.8 from the field. That's pretty good. Ty Lu said something very interesting. Okay. In the post-game press conference. Take a listen. You know, it's a mindset every single night. You gotta have it. If you want to be good and you want to win a championship, you talk about winning. Um, that's got to be your focus for 48 minutes is being good defensively. And um, tonight we wasn't very good. Hey, Coach, uh, you talked about the three-point shooting. You guys shot 20, only made six of them. Is 20 about the number that you want, or are you hoping for you know less than 20 uh, three-point shot attempts? No, we want 36, at least 36 threes. Mm. That's our goal coming into the game you know, every night. And so having 20 threes means we're not playing the right way. It means you're not getting to the paint, making the right play. We're not running enough pick and rolls to, you know, cause closeouts and things like that. And so um, it just wasn't a good flow to the game tonight. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot of threes that's he wants us to shoot, dude. That is 36. a lot of threes. How many do you Yikes. think we I, shot? That, we sh- I know for a fact because of what he just said. We only shot 20. <laughs> just barely. is barely over half what we're supposed to shoot. Barely half. Ba- I mean, And also with Terrence Mann in such a shooting slump. He's not hoisting up the threes because he doesn't have the confidence. And the, the best way for a shooter to get out of a shooting slump is to do it by shooting. So I think he needs to just keep hoisting them up. James Harden needs to shoot more. And I think that was a big knock on him coming here was that they were worried that he wouldn't dis- like he wouldn't distribute the ball enough, which I think is insane since he led the league in assists. How do you not share the ball enough? And lead the league in assists simultaneously. That's insane. Yeah, that's, that's really a casual nuts. take. It's really but he nuts. does need to, James does need to shoot more. And so everybody needs to shoot more threes except for Ivica Zubats. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do it. Well, we've seen flashes of finally getting what we've always wanted from him, right? Where we have always wanted is for him to get the ball 
and seamlessly. Oh, him and jumped. Kawhi were the answer, and Ty Lue just put them in way too late last night, and that's why we lost. I mean, among many other well, reasons. well, among among many other things, including Reggie and and uh, DeAndre, DeAndre almost getting sixty fifty six points combined between Jeez the two Louise. of them. Is not great that is defense the, for us. That is, I guarantee you, you take those fifty-six points that they scored. I mean, how DeAndre had twenty what points? Yeah, twenty-one, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-one points. And Reggie, had I 35. guarantee you, combine every game of his this season, and it doesn't even add up to twenty. Very possible. I'm telling I, I, you, I really have to, points. I have to say again. I couldn't be happier for DeAndre Jordan. Again, he has said in interview, I just he just wants a home, man. Some of these guys oh, play a I, long I saw him career. Pre-game they when just he was in the want to contribute. He, he was going in the dunk line, whatever, and he was going on the rebound side, and I shouted out to him. I was like, Deech! And he looked at me, and I gave him the thumbs up, and I just lit up like a Christmas tree. And then he saw me and pointed at me and gave me the double thumbs up and smiled, that giant, beautiful grin. I love DeAndre Jordan. I love his energy. I miss him. And he got you a free chicken sandwich. He got us a free chicken sandwich. And, I'm, and by the way, the last time in, when we won, we got free chicken sandwiches, and my stupid app did not work, but... Don't worry, fans. I got it working. You have to enable the location services, and I thought I did. I'm sure it was my fault and not theirs. It was definitely their fault, but regardless, they got it right last night, and DeAndre Jordan gave everyone who was lucky enough to be in attendance a free chicken sandwich, and I'm going to eat the heck out of that chicken sandwich either tomorrow or the next day. Well, it came from a loss, and so I hope it tastes like sand in your mouth. Oh. I hope you take a bite of that thing, and I hope it tastes like dust from the inside of an old stuffed animal and you bite it and you say, I I never should have cashed in this free reward. It was bought with failure. I hope you, wow. I hope you, I hope you hate that sandwich. There That's I a very it. hurtful thing to say. Well, uh, what if I go down to the beach with an old stuffed animal, rip out the stuffing and eat sand together? Do you hope that tastes delicious? No, no I don't. And also if you're not going to eat your sandwich, I'll take the voucher. If you want to give me the voucher. So, so you'll eat the sandwich. Well, I wasn't at the game. So for me, it so, would just be. Oh, so you're the hero. <laughs> a lot of people would say I am the hero. All right, Hank, look, before I let you go, I, I mean, everyone was just expecting gloom and doom on this episode. Oh, no and way. I'm just, no, I'm no, just look, sorry, I, this was guys, not a moral victory. Two. This was a failure. No, no, it was a huge failure. This was a failure. Huge you failure. wanted to win this game. and, and but No Aaron Gordon, I, no Jamal Murray, I, no I, Joker. I do, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I do, I do take some, when we're talking, we're, when we're poking around an idea on the podcast for several weeks, and then we see it in a game, and then it becomes news, and pe- the the actual actual Clippers reporters and and the coach and all that are talking about it. I I do take some optimism for it, and I think we've got crunch time issues. I really do. I, I hear you about right. Kawhi Leonard hitting that shot. I really do. It was a great shot, but we we don't play wasn't great for us. in the final minutes. We need to. Right. So I well, I, but but the but the season we have, is, but yeah, I, the I get season it. I is. Get it. 82 games and mm, mo- no is. team has played 20. We're not a quarter of the way through. We're not 10 games under 500. And I know that because I know what it feels like to be 10 games under 500. <laughs> Oof, we're two games under 500 we're right now. We're two games now. under 500. It's not great. It's not We've what I want. We've got three and four. We've got Sacramento. That'll be Sacramento on night two of a back-to-back for our night one of a back-to-back. Then we've got Golden State at Golden State. Day off home. 
versus Golden State. So we got look, if we go two and one in that stretch, that's not enough to get over the hump, and we really need to. And then I just know for a fact, by the way, that TBD week, okay? So the week after is TBD. Here's the good news. We're going to get one home game and one away game, TBD. And the, the, the teams to be determined will be the teams that we only play three times in the schedule. Guess what team we only play three times this season and can possibly play during that TBD week? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make three guesses and you tell me if I've if I've got it in my trifecta. Mm. Portland, Memphis, San Antonio. Okay, it's it's in there. Uh, so that now I'm gonna say one of those teams could be the TBD team I'm talking about. San Antonio. San Antonio, we could literally play <laughs> San Antonio at home. They suck. We could play San Antonio at home they for God's sakes. They suck. Oh my and, and by the gosh. way, and by the way, and by the way, to really cut off any sky is falling pessimism, because it's easy to say, oh yeah, we're we're already a quarter through the season. We're three and a half games out of sixth. Like we're we're right. we're right now not in the playoffs. The West, the it's West too early to not- look at it. It's too early to look no at it. No one as is being... running away with the West right now, no. except for Minnesota, and that's just oh, not going last. to last. It's not going to last. No, but but we're three and a half games out of a guaranteed playoff spot, and it's really also just idiotic for me to use the expression "out of the playoffs" when we're not even a quarter of the way through the season. For a Here's lot of people, the season hasn't do, started. I will do a gloom and doom, sky is falling clipcast. If we are under 500 after 20 games, I will absolutely hem and haw and cry and howl at the moon and the wind. I will absolutely do that. And by the way, I hope everyone well, enjoyed only the four full games Beaver away, buddy. That's night. only four games away, and we're two two games under 500. Yeah, that's maybe you ought to like set your maybe you ought to adjust that prediction. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, after 20 games. That's a quarter of the way through the season. If we are a losing basketball club, you will hear gloom. You will hear doom. You will hear me howl at the moon. And not the full beaver moon from the other night. Because full beaver moons don't come around that often. And we had one the other night. I hope you enjoyed it. The moon has been fabulous these past couple of days. Oh the my visibility gosh, in tonight. Los Angeles. There's a great one tonight static. over the Burbank bike path. The Chandler bike so, path as I drove home. It was gorgeous. Really gorgeous. Oh, the moon's been We had great. a ring so around the moon two nights ago. Did you see that one? Nice. I did, and then I saw a ring around the sun the other day in over one of these great South Bay marine layers. It wasn't even a marine layer. It was just like a, a little bit of a cloud cover, but it was still a lovely day. Anyway, look, before I let you go, Hank, yeah. here's the deal. You and I, we got to do it. It was a great segment with Hal Rudnick, but the world needs to hear from Burbank Hank. What do you think are things found in James Harden's beard? I'm asking you. Burbank Hank, the tutor of his own horn. Some would argue probably too much tooting from this guy. (laughs) What do you think are things found in James Harden's beard, sir? Well, for sure, for sure, one of the things that are found in there is a first-class plane ticket to Las Vegas for the in-tournament cup championship game because that's the only way he gets to go. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were going to say for the after party because it's at Spearmint Rhino. And he is oh, I would never. In. <laughs> I would never retread I don't even know House what that place joke. is. 
I would never I don't do even it. know what that place is. I'll tell you one thing you cannot find in James Harden's beard is a sensible timeout while parked on the hardwood <laughs> holding oh my the ball. Gosh, don't. And we have two timeouts Ty left. Is trying. And we're down four. You cannot find a timeout in that beard. Not a sensible one. No, Ty Lue is trying now. Ty Lue is trying. He was trying to get a timeout, I, and the and the ref didn't hear him. I, I understand, but James Harden was holding the ball and could have easily, at that moment, pulled a T.O. timeout out of his beard, and it would have been the best. It would have been the best thing for him to pull out of his beard at that moment. Well, yeah, it would have been, but we didn't get it. We only right, got a couple more, couple the, more things found. The only in thing James we got Harden's was beard. the first class plane ticket to Las Vegas. That's what we All got. Right, here's another thing found in James Harden's beard. Okay, leather isotoner gloves, <laughs> keeping your hands oh, you keep warm. Those hands warm. You gotta keep them so low. Maybe, and what's maybe fun about put them, them on while you're driving great distances. You don't want to callus up on a long drive. They're hot pink. You know what I mean? They're hot pink and to not match that, sneaks. L.A. is a desert town. You got to get those hot pink isotoner oh, so, leather my hands are gloves. So dry. If I had isotoner, At, are they the kind with the lotion in them? I he's got lotion in his beard, so he could pull out some lotion from his beard and put. I guess gloop up that lotion. I guess inside the glove is the picture you're painting with your words. Yeah, they they have that. That's a thing. A glove with lotion. It is a thing that the ladies sleep in to keep their hands soft. Oh, oh, it's for ladies. Oh, I've I put I've been putting lotions in gloves for years. <laughs> right, weird. so that's weird. I would <laughs> also say in there. I would also say in there night. is hot pink shoe polish for his isotoner <laughs> gloves and his hot pink sneakers. and his hot pink shoes. That's absolutely hot pink shoe polish. Hot that's pink right. shoe pink polish. highlighters. Keep them pink nice highlighters and shiny. for taking game notes. Nice and shiny. And then I would also hope that he has many, many, many more four-point plays to be used in the final seconds of upcoming games as we got oh, a guy. Oh, sure. I'd love for him to pull out of make that out of his beard. And here's the one last thing that he has in his beard, okay? Absolutely 100% guaranteed James Harden has this in his beard. The sound of the horn. Don't give up hope. The season's not over yet. We got this. I regret gloom and doom after 20 games. It's going to be depressing next week.